<coughs> okay, we've been doing a study on the Ten Commandments and looking at them not as some archaic thing that was done about 5,000 years ago, but as something out of the mouth of God, very useful to us and up to date. And so we started with number one, that we focus on God alone. I also have no other gods before me. Number two, we're going to make a spiritual connection. We can't say we worship just because we went to church. We have to make that touching part in our spirit commune with God's spirit. He's not like carving out uh, an image. Uh, number three, number three, Levi did. Lastly, you shall not take the name of the Lord in vain. And he talked about respect for God. Respect. Don't break your promises to God. Don't say one thing and do another when you're dealing with God. And the tendency that we have of things like this is to make them this big. So what's take the name of the Lord in vain? Well, let's say some dirty swear word of God's name. And that's what people think. Oh, that's what it means. That is not what it means. All right? It includes that. All right? But it certainly is not all that it means. And Levi talked about that last week, that respect, taking God's name in vain, or just like thinking he's not all that important. It's not a big deal. Yes, it is a big deal. All right? And so we come to the fourth commandment. And these are all about worship approaching God. When your approach to God hasn't changed since Adam and Eve. You come to God. You approach God. And we come to the fourth commandment today. Exodus chapter 20 and verse number 8. Remember the Sabbath day and keep it holy. Six days shalt thou labor and do all thy work. And the seventh day is the Sabbath of the Lord thy God. In it thou shalt not do any work, thou, nor thy son, nor thy daughter, nor manservant, nor maidservant, nor thy cattle, nor thy stranger that is within thy gates. For in six days the Lord made heaven and earth, the sea, and all that is in them, and rested the seventh day. Wherefore the Lord blessed the Sabbath day, and hallowed it. And so uh, here we see this fourth commandment has to do once again with approaching God. Uh, God's plan was a merciful plan. (laughs) God's plan was that you get a day off. (laughs) My whole life, I love a day off, right? Does anybody like days off? You're not dead, right? You like days off. Everybody likes days off, right? And God said, I can see a need in the human spirit uh, for a day off, for time. And so I'm going to arrange this. And, uh, and so we asked the question, is the purpose of this commandment no work? Is that why God gave this commandment? Well, uh, actually, that's how men interpreted it uh, for a long time. Today, when we don't work, and it got to be uh, because of that 
way of looking at this commandment, the conclusion was, therefore, uh, we got rules to keep. Now, I know I've talked about it before, but let me explain what that was. When Jesus came around, uh, the rules were extensive. You can't imagine the rules for a Sabbath day. It all had to do with work. And so, what can you pick up? Well, how much does it weigh? Does it weigh a pound? Can't pick it up. Too heavy. It's considered work. If you pick it up, it weighs a pound. Right? So, what are you going to do? You can't pick it up. Well... You go wait till tomorrow, and you can't pick it up today. So, what are we going to do with our food? You can't cook food today. That'd be working on a Sabbath day. And so, should I make a fire? Well, what are you going to do with it? Are you going to cook with it? So, if you are, it's work. So, making fire is work. If you intend to cook with it, that's work. And the rules go on and on. How far can I travel on a Sabbath day? Well, you can only travel so far as as far as you go. And so these guys, you know, they made extensive rules. And, and they were always trying to figure out how to get around the rules. The people that made the rules would figure out how to get around them. So they said, how far can I travel on a Sabbath day? Oh, let's say I can go a quarter of a mile. The day before Sabbath, what they did was they made a sandwich up, a little lunch, took it down there a quarter of a mile. So then the next day when Sabbath comes, they said, well, my home is over there where my sandwich is. So I can walk to the sandwich. That's home. All right. And then I can walk the same distance over there beyond that. And so I can get a mile down the road. <laughs> you say, it's insane. You bet it's insane. But... The ultimate irony and the idiocy of interpreting this commandment that way came, of course, when Jesus Christ came in and he said, you, stand up, walk. He can't walk. He hasn't walked in 30 years. Today, you're going to walk. Stand up and walk. And it's a Sabbath day. And they said, you can't heal on a Sabbath day. That's work. That's work. And Jesus did it over and over as a challenge to them, direct challenge, right in the synagogue. You remember there's a guy came in whose hand was crushed. And we believe he was a stonemason and his hand had been crushed. So he lost his uh, way of living. And Jesus says, stand up, come up here on the Sabbath day. Because he's preaching on the stage, one of the seven speakers. And the guy comes up, says, stretch out your hand, I can't. It's smashed. Stretch it out. And he stretches it out. It's good. And they went nuts. You did it on the Sabbath day. You broke Sabbath. So Jesus is going to make a comment to try to get these people to, out of the bad sense that they have that uh, the purpose of this was to have no work. All right. And so he's going to make a comment over in uh, Mark's gospel, chapter number two. And always with Jesus, uh, nobody can say it like him. He understood things completely. He knew why he gave the Ten Commandments. You understand, Jesus was the one that wrote with his finger on the rock. 
You understand that, right? Moses went up to the mountain and God is up there and he said, I want to see you. And he said, well, I'll put my hand over a hole. You stay there and I'll go by. And when I leave, I'll pull my hand away and you can just see me as I leave. Well, that's Jesus that did that. Pre-incarnate Jesus. Jesus is the form of God that people could see. And so Jesus was up there on the mountain talking to Moses, writing on the stone tablet, what? Uh, on the seventh day you'll rest. Uh, and that's what he, he wrote it. So he understands it perfectly. Listen to what he says. Mark chapter 2 verse 27. He said unto them the Sabbath was made for man and not man for the Sabbath. Therefore the Son of Man is Lord also of the Sabbath. And he says so the Sabbath was made for man. Alright. That is God intended this day to serve man. The day is going to help man. He said, I made man. That was more important than anything else I made. And so I made a day to help the man. I didn't make the day and say, here, you serve the day. I said, make the day serve the man. That's why I made it like it is. So uh, (coughs) keeping all the rules and everything was not ever the intention that God had. His plan was to help people, relieve them, all right? And then he said in particular, the word he uses is remember. Remember the Sabbath. And keep it holy, remember. Keep it in mind. Keep it in mind, all right? Because it's easy to forget God. The exact same words Jesus used when he did the Last Supper. What did he say? Do this to remember me. I want you to remember me. And we look at the communion and and a lot of churches scratch their head. Give us more rules. (laughs) And Jesus said, no. Remember me. That's the rule. That's what I want. I ain't going to give you, you got to do it here, you got to do it there, you got to blah, blah. And so he made it free because I want you to focus on remembering me, not on a hundred rules. Because this time they got out of whack. See? And we were doing the fourth commandment. This do in remembrance of me. And so the problem with the human race is it's easy to forget. Very easy to forget. So he says, I want you to remember the Sabbath day. And this is what the meaning of what he said is all about uh, that is you have an appointment with God on the Sabbath day you have an appointment with God and he said I'm going to set up one day a week 
for you to have an appointment with me. All right? So you're going to have to do it regularly. Why am I going to ask you to do it once a week? Because if you don't, you'll forget. So I'm going to say once a week, you got an appointment. All right? Now, that was being very kind and generous. Adam and Eve walked every evening. God in the garden every night. An appointment, all right? Keep the appointment. Adam and Eve, when they sin, what are they doing? Not keeping the appointment. They're hiding somewhere in a garden. So God comes along so that I notice uh, how people are. And so I'm going to set it up for what? Well, you have an appointment with God. You're going to respect God and treat him with the utmost respect and honor. You're going to make a spiritual connection in your heart with God. And you're going to focus just on God. And I'm going to make you do it once a week. Because otherwise, you'll forget. And he says, you've got to remember. Now, it is amazing to me. <laughs> I think about this a lot lately. How stupid us humans can be. I mean, sometimes God must be up there saying, oh, boy, these people. And you, you ever heard this, the joke people tell, guy went to, to uh, heaven and there was an elevator and he's riding up the elevator with St. Peter and he goes, I'm going to let you off on the fourth floor. And he said, well, who's on the third floor? He said, well, the Baptists are there, but they don't think anybody else is here. So they get off on the third floor. Or in other words, I'm right, and it's not just Baptists, <laughs> a lot of people. I'm right, and so let's have an argument about it. Man loves to argue. They love to argue. Human beings love to argue. They think it's the greatest thing to argue. You can turn on radio stations, TV stations, and there's people with a Bible there, and they're arguing. I don't know who they're arguing with, you know, the whole world, some of them. Here's what it means, and this is what it is. People love to argue. So, God says, I got a day, I want you to remember me. Well, it's the seventh day, Saturday, because God said that was the day. And then along came Christians, and they said, well, best thing we knew ever happened was the resurrection of Christ, so we're going to make it Sunday. Oh, no, you're not. <laughs> we're going to argue about that. And they're still arguing. They still argue today. Along comes a group called Seventh-day Adventists. You ever heard of Seventh-day Adventists? They say you can only go to church on Saturday. Who do you guys think you are going to church on Sunday? What's the matter with you? You know, the Bible said go to church on Saturday. Did you ever see it change? No. Well, we did see it change. And so now, instead of arguing about, can you pick up that pound or half pound, you know, or can I go a quarter mile or not, now you're arguing about what day it is. 
what day is it when you're going to have? Is it going to be Saturday, Sunday? And uh, uh, you got people still today, uh, 2,000 years later, still arguing about this commandment. Come on. Come on. Let's get it right, shall we? Let's get it right. Come on. Let's stop arguing. And, and the Bible cleared it up in Romans chapter 14. All right. Acts, Romans, Corinthians, Romans chapter 14. The Bible cleared it up so you could never have to argue again. So Romans chapter 14, we'll look at verse number 1. Him that is weak in the faith receive ye, but not to doubtful disputations. He says, quit arguing. Stop arguing. And here's what he says in verse 5. One man esteemeth one day above another. Another esteemeth every day alike. That every man be fully persuaded in his own mind. So some people say the Sabbath day is Saturday. Some people say we're going to use Sunday. And he says you can do whatever you want. Verse 6. He that regardeth the day regardeth it to the Lord. He that regardeth not the day to the Lord he doth not regard it. He that eateth eateth to the Lord and giveth thanks. He that eateth not to the Lord he eateth not and giveth God thanks. Or in other words... You can pick what day uh, you want, but you ought to do it every week. That was the original idea. You got to do it every week. So somebody says to me, I'm a farmer and I got to work on Sunday. I, I get it. I, I milk cows on Sunday too when I was on a farm. And you have to do some work. And uh, that's one of the things that has to happen for some people. Nurses have got to go to work. So you say, well, I can't come to church on Sunday. Okay, we got Tuesday Bible study. That can be your day. You can come on Tuesday and make that your day when you approach God, when you have every week, come and approach God and sit and learn and worship. All right, that's what we can do. So you can use any day. That argument has been blown in a million pieces. So what happens about this? What I've seen is... Uh, ambitious people are hard-working people. Uh, they got a lot of work to do, and so they say, well, we got to work on Sunday. I got to get work done, I got to work on Sunday. Okay, all right. Don't skip the appointment. You got an appointment with God. Don't skip the appointment for work. Are you going to tell God later? I know we had an appointment, but I just had to work. I'm not ever going to tell God that. I'm never going to say, sorry, I had other stuff to do. Because here's the issue. God is saying to us, you need to approach me on a regular basis. In this way, respect me. Make a spiritual connection in your heart and turn your focus all on God. And you need to do it regularly. And so I want to remind you that. Why? You were created to please God. He created you to talk with you and have communion with you. 
And that's what he did with Adam and Eve. As soon as he talked, he created them. He came and had regular talks with them. All right. And so you and I have an appointment with God. God set it up. And you need to make sure you keep the appointment. Now, the temptation in society is to change that. One of the things I've been pastoring here for, what, 34 years now? Uh, wow, that's getting to be a long time. <laughs> and uh, I will tell you what I have seen over and over. Once you stop coming, it's really hard to start again. Once you break an appointment, it's really hard to get back where you belong. People do it, and I'm thrilled when they do it. And we understand we just went through COVID, right? Boy, that messed things up, okay? But we're going to say to ourselves, look, I got an appointment with God, and I'm going to do my best to keep the appointment. And I've seen people who stop, and I run into them in the store and say, oh, we'll be there Sunday. Not likely. Not likely. Not likely. Not likely. Because it's a God knew that we had this weakness that we'd break the appointment if we kind of let it slide, let it slide, let it slide. Pretty soon they're not here. I can't tell you in 34 years how many people broke the appointment and then could never get it back again. So it's essential. The commandment is essential. And now, uh, society, we talked about Jesus' temptation in the wilderness, and he said, here's the kingdom of the world, they're mine. I own those kingdoms or the systems whereby the world operates. And when I first started at Pepsi, it was uh, almost 50 years ago now, uh, Little grocery stores closed Sunday. When it came to Good Friday, you couldn't get anything from 12 to 3 because the places were locked. And nobody had it. Even Tops was closed from 12 to 3 way, way back. All right. And then a few years into that, uh, Tops Market called us and they said, we got to have Sunday service. We want service. We want a guy here on Sunday. And that was a real conflict within the business we were running because we really didn't want to do that. We didn't want to do that. And they said, look, you know, if you're going to do business with us, you're going to deliver on Sunday. And I remember because I loaded the first truck that was ever going to be delivered on Sunday. I remember loading that truck and thinking, this is not going Good. Right? No. Say, well, that's stupid top. Don't blame tops. Don't blame tops. <laughs> because when they open the door, there's plenty of people coming in. <clears throat> Society said, we kind of like to get rid of the whole idea of God and this having a day where we close. And we, we don't want that. We want to forget God, and that's it. Because you're supposed to remember God, but we want to forget God. We want to take him out of our lives entirely. And so we're going to skip that and close it on Sunday. And it didn't take long before, uh, of course, uh, Walmart. Well, we got to 
have Sunday service. And pretty soon one day is just like all the rest. And out in the world, out there, what are they doing? They're saying, we're going to eliminate the idea of God in our society. And so we're going to get rid of that crazy idea that you can't do anything on the Sabbath day. And we said, well, there's an extreme one way where we made it all rules and regulations. And when I first was growing up, that's what I lived under. We came home from church. Come on, we want to go play ball. Not today. You can't play ball today. My father thought a lot about that. And then after a while, he was out playing ball with us. He started to say, well, you know, I don't think it meant for us to be miserable. And you, you know, and I'm sitting there like this. <laughs> Let me do something. You know. And the same was true of my brother and sister. And he finally, <coughs> Sunday afternoons was fun. We always went to church Sunday night, too. But Sunday afternoons was fun. We'd be playing baseball when the apples come on a tree. You use them for baseballs and smashing <laughs> In a million pieces and just had a lot of fun. And uh, that's God meant the day to serve you. He meant the day to serve you. The best thing you can do on that day is keep your appointment with God. That's important first. Let's do that first. Remember the Sabbath. Keep it holy. You got an appointment with God. What day? I don't care what day it is. All right. If we can do it all together, all that much the better. All right, that's good. But remember the day, keep it holy. All right, make sure God gets his first. Keep the appointment with God. Honor him. Connect with him. Focus with him. Prepare to do that. And it's got so, and over my lifetime, Saturday's a day too. And I kind of like Mondays with God. Tuesday is a special day. Well, let's face it, every day. Every day is a day to be with God. Every day is a day to contact Him. You know, my wife said, did you sleep last night? No, I don't sleep, but I, I'm busy. I'm busy. What are you doing? I'm talking to God. I'm listening for His information, so I got something worth saying. All right? And, so there's a communication with God that we're going to have. You can have as much as you want, but don't let it go a week without it. Because that was the rule. He said, I know if I don't say it, you're going to forget. And I don't want you to forget. And so the logic of the 10th, the 4th commandment is... He says, here's your life. I'm going to offer you advice for life. The first four commandments all have to do with you and me. You and me are going to worship God. You and me are coming together. All right? Keep the appointment. Do it with respect and honor. Focus on God and shut the world out. And uh, make sure you make that spiritual connection. So, and the Ten Commandments that Moses carried out of the mouth, they're not a bunch of ancient rules. They are very alive, viable ideas that we need in order to live the way God wants us to live. The advice that he's giving in the Ten Commandments is a good way to live your life. Here it is. 
four out of the ten have to do with your approach to worshiping God. He said, get that right, and the rest of them won't be nearly so hard. Now, next week, we'll switch the topic to another topic that God thinks is very, very important. But uh, this is number one. So if you're going to do anything about these Ten Commandments, you're going to worship God and keep your appointments and make sure you don't forget God made it a regular appointment. Okay? Thank you.